Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to KT Confidential. This is episode 186. Today, I have the pleasure of Sylvia Richards, a KT realtor extraordinaire, joining us. Uh, the topic today is selling in a buyer's market. And these three specific points we touch on are pricing, offers, and presentation. Enjoy the show. Hey, Sylvia. Hello, Adrian. Welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to have you here. I'm excited to be here. Uh, for those watching and or listening to this episode of KT Confidential, I've got Sylvia Richards here joining us. Thank Sylvia you. is uh, one of our realtors. Yes. And when did you start with us? So officially September. Okay. Yeah. So we're going on about Already. eight months now, yeah. something like that. Yeah. I've lost all track of time over the last couple of years. I know. My sense of time is gone. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for joining. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Today, I wanted to talk to you and our audience about uh, selling in a buyer's market because that is what we're in. That is what we're in. And, Absolutely. And have been for a while now. It's transitioned pretty quickly. When do you, when do you see the change occur? Um, I would say probably so what we're into sort of mid-May now, I would say probably mid-April, yeah. beginning to mid-April. That's when you saw That's big when change? I started noticing it. Yeah, yeah, I think I started to see it much earlier, like February started to see more inventory. Yes. And then for sure, as the, the interest rates went up in March, then it really started to hit home. Yeah. Actually, I just read, um, I don't know when it was published, but I just read, um, well, leading up until today, I was reading mixed reviews about what the next uh bank of canada move will be right and at one point i was hearing definitive a hundred percent they were going to increase the rates again mm -hmm. and then that was before all the chaos and then i heard that they may not and they may hold it uh this time around yeah because of all the chaos i didn't realize it would have such a big impact on the market but then uh today i read that uh, according to 30 economists, they are confident that th we will see another half percent increase come yeah. June 1st. Yeah. So uh, that's interesting. We'll see how that plays out. So that'll be after, well, this will be published after that occurs. Right. Uh, yeah. So that will be June 1st, which is uh, the week prior to this. Mm -hmm. So we'll see what happens and then we'll yeah. write about it. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. talk a lot to of me. nervous people. Yeah. Yeah. What are you hearing from buyers, sellers, people you're speaking to? What is, I think that's one of the best insights we have to kind of gauge the direction of the market. Mm -hmm. What are you hearing from buyers and sellers? Um, I'm hearing from buyers. I've worked with buyers that have recently purchased. Yeah. Um, so they're sort of I guess disappointed that they didn't wait, right. but we didn't know where this market was going. Yeah. Um, so they had sort of just missed, just missed the drop, yeah. right? Um, and then of course I have sellers that have also missed that peak, right? So everybody's regretting. So their everybody's decisions. regretting their decisions, right? Yeah. But it's one of those things. It's never right. Real estate's never guaranteed. Well, it's like any market, mm -hmm. and you know we say it all the time. It's hard or almost impossible to predict. Mm -hmm. um, but it's interesting you bring that up because the I just updated the um, the video on our homepage of our website to one of the recent podcasts that Ariel and I did. Yeah. 
uh, which was uh, about buyer's remorse. Yes. Because there's a lot of buyers now who purchased two months ago and are closing soon. And now they could probably go from uh, very realistically a townhouse, mm -hmm. single garage townhouse to a detached double garage in some cases. Yeah. If most certainly a single car detached. Absolutely. So uh, I think a lot of sellers too are nervous uh, if they haven't closed yet. Yes. Right. And buyers paid those prices, which are now considered high. Yeah. Have you heard yeah. that from anybody? I haven't, no. no. Um, but I know the fear is absolutely there. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I mean, the good news is it's a contractually binding contract and they're obligated to fulfill that. So if they don't, there's usually pretty severe repercussions mm -hmm. that typically are not worth risking. No, no. So uh, today, selling in a buyer's market, there's three points that I want to touch on. First is price or pricing. Pricing, yeah. Second is offers. Yes. And the third is the presentation. Right. Presentation being uh, the way that the house, house is, presented. is presented and prepared and staged, etc. So uh, to start uh, with pricing, I think the biggest thing with that that I was thinking of is mindset uh, of not just homeowners, but real estate agents, because there are homes still on the market that I was comparing our listings to three months ago, saying, mm -hmm. OK, well, what are they doing so that I know how to list our house? And to this day, you know, we've sold two, three months ago. They're still on the market, still jumping around with prices and still haven't sold. Right. Um, yeah. So that could be because of the realtor either in denial, mm -hmm. perhaps, or they don't know how to convey the bad news to their clients. Right. Right. You know, some people are yeah, afraid of afraid of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people don't like conflict, it's don't want to yeah. let their clients down because they had given them higher expectations before the change. Yeah. Uh, and then there's homeowners who said, Well, my neighbor sold two months ago for three hundred thousand dollars more. Yeah. They don't realize how mm -hmm. much can or has occurred in two months. Yeah. Um so pricing is really important, as we have seen. And I think the biggest tip for that I can say is just to stay in the in a market that's declining, that's going, it has a downward trend of value. You have to price ahead of it, mm -hmm. so that a price you list your home at today may seem low right. and hard to swallow, and you know you're hard. It's hard to see your house go for that price, but in two weeks you'll look back and be like, Yeah, now they're selling for ten thousand less than that. Yeah, and I've had a lot of that. Yeah, so especially now. For sure. Now you're seeing homes selling for less than listing price. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so what what would you do as a realtor to help convey that message, the importance of that? Well, I think it's very important to educate your clients, right, about what's going on in the market, especially in their immediate area, because yeah. you have to compare, you know, you have to compare homes to sort of where they're selling at, right? There's no point comparing our prices to Toronto or Cambridge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you need to be realistic too, right? About yeah, how is the home going to present itself? Um, and if homes in that neighborhood are going for a certain price, then you have to sort of, you know, be aggressive, stick to that price point because yeah, you can, you know, ask for more, but then how many serious buyers are you going to get that well, will come through? Well, you recently had a client mm -hmm. who started off with very high expectations. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounded like it was hard to convey anything otherwise yeah. to them. Yeah. But they very quickly, um, kind of after listing, 
realized what was happening. Is that right? They totally realized. Yeah. 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 And it was um, it was sort of a shock to the system. And it's um, when we had listed, it was like literally that like it was like overnight. These changes started happening. We yeah. went from having uh, 13 homes on the market to like 30 homes on the market in two days. Right. So, yeah. yeah so lots of competition. And unless you have a home that really stands out, you know, is in a neighborhood that's, you know, very sought after or has that, you know, beautiful backyard, you know, it's buyers definitely have the upper hand now for sure. Yeah. Well, that yeah. that leads into um, the other conversation is offers mm-hmm. and the strategy of of uh, what approach do you take? Because for most of the last few years, it's always been for the most part, price it very low, just an arbitrarily low number, pull yeah. a number out of a hat, doesn't matter, a dollar, doesn't matter. Yeah. And you schedule an offer date and a presentation time, mm-hmm. and you get as many people through the door as you can, try to get as many people to fall in love with the house, yeah. and get as many offers on the offer night. Yeah. Uh, so price wasn't as important then. What was more important then was your ability to uh, make the house very presentable, um, get in front of a lot of people through, you know, um, preliminary advertising, coming soon ads, stuff mm-hmm. like that, and then knowing how to negotiate when the offers came in. Whereas now, um, pricing has become a much more important part of that. Yeah. Uh, because buyers, if you're priced incorrectly, they're just not coming. Right. Right. Yeah, for sure. And the other side of it too is if you're pricing low, like truly low, uh, Buyers still are like, are they expected? There's, you know, there's a there lot of weird things that, happening. Yeah, yeah, because just yeah, just a couple months ago, that was that was what was happening. That was the going yeah. thing, right? All the homes were underpriced because they knew that there's tons of buyers out there, not enough inventory. We're going to get multiple offers. There's going to be bidding wars. Yeah. So they were, yeah, they were being priced low. Well, now there's a number of houses I'm watching for clients, and we're seeing most of the ones that are holding offers are not selling. No. I'm not selling on the no. offer night. Um, the vast majority of them. And the confusing thing is then they, so when they're doing that, the mindset is that one would assume they think that price is low and they're right. hoping for more. Yes. But after the offer night, they don't change the price. Right. 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 So you're there with the notion that I'm going to put pressure on these serious buyers. I'm yeah. going to get them in. But really, you're not really offering them more than the guy next door that's right. priced at what it should be priced at. Yeah. Well, there was one in Hamilton that we were watching. Um, didn't sell on the offer night. A few days later, I went in with my clients, saw the property. Uh, they wanted to, sum- to submit an offer on it. So mm-hmm. I did a valuation. And I did at that time say, okay, it is price low. Yeah. So I made a suggestion of a price. I think that was around 30000 40000 more. Mm-hmm. And... By all accounts, that was a very, very fair number. That's yeah. realistic. I would say that it was, if you had four people appraise the house within it a few thousand been. bucks, that was that very accurate. But the seller wanted another fifty thousand. Mm. So I think we were at like seven thirty, and they wanted seven eighty. And um, the realtor said, if they don't get it, they're just going to pull the listing. And a few days later, they did. Yeah, yeah. So, which is crazy to think, right? Yeah. No, it's not a big, large amount, right? And to pull a listing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to some, I think the challenge, and that'll be interesting to see because there are a lot of, to that point, there are a lot of houses on the market that sellers don't need to sell. Right. They're just hopeful that they could have gotten what the peak of the market was uh, 
uh, able to, to fetch. And, uh, but that's adding to the problem because it's excessive inventory. Yeah, yeah. So I think we'll see some of those come off the market some, uh, yeah. soon. Yeah. And that will help. Yeah, because going back to your point, um, I was when I was looking this morning, yeah, there's tons that have been on the market, like 50 days. I've seen one, I think it was 51 or 52 days yeah. on the market. Yeah. And not much. They're not doing anything with the price. No. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, It'll yeah, so sellers summer. don't need to sell. They're just starting, trying to see how much they can get. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. So withholding offer or with offer strategies, uh, option one, price it right, take offers anytime. Yeah. Or price it high, take offers anytime, whatever. Yeah. Option two, price low, schedule a date. Yes. Option two typically doesn't work, but there are exceptions. Uh, Steve Cicchetto, uh for the audience, one of our realtors, listed a house uh, not long ago, uh, 200 Giddings Crescent, and it was a very unique home. Mm -hmm. So this is in a, in the suburbs of Milton. Um, it and was, it, yeah. it was unique because it was on a massive lot, an enormous pie-shaped lot backing onto green space, so two unique characteristics. And it had a beautiful pool, yeah. saltwater pool. I think it even had waterfalls and all this. It did. It had a waterfall. Not only did it have the pool, but it still had ample space, green space, right? So you could, yeah. could still play soccer. They could throw the ball around. I think right? there was still more it green space than hardscaping, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was very nice. Yeah. So yeah, when you have a property like that, it's unique, yeah. right? Um, properties like that, you don't see them come on the market very often. Yeah. So yeah, property like that, you definitely want to have an offer night because you do, you want to put the pressure on and you want to get people to, so you want to attract those serious buyers, right? Yes. You don't want to have people that are just, don't have anything to do on the weekend and let's go right. house looking. Exactly. So with that one, Steve uh, decided to price it low um, and hold offers and that strategy worked very well. Um, I think they ended up selling for, I don't remember how much it was now, but they did very well with it. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's in a market where most houses don't work that way. But when you have a unique home like that and you think your home can draw some extra attention, it's something yeah. to consider. Yeah. In that case, I think they actually got preemptive bully offers. Yeah. Right? I, I remember. I think they sold early. Mm -hmm. So yeah. uh, it does still happen, but if you have an average run-of-the-mill type of home that's relatively easy to replace, mm -hmm. probably don't want to do that. Right. I agree. And then the big one that I think is most important is presentation. Now for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas before, I know the term, people say, oh, a house will sell itself. Yeah. Before, that might have been the case. But now, now that will become a little bit more difficult, right? Yeah. So, well, here's how it works. I think, so presentation is always important because if you can pull on the heartstrings of somebody and get them excited about the house, even in a market where houses, air quote, sell themselves, yeah. uh, the ones that do it properly still sell for more. Yes. And when you're negotiating hundreds of thousands of dollars into the millions, um, by doing things properly, you can usually easily, easily sell for an extra five, 10, 20, 30, 50, mm -hmm. $100,000. Yeah. Um, so I think it's always important, but now it's more important from the sense that you are competing against 30 homes. Right. So why do you want, why are people gonna go to your home? Exactly, And yeah. the challenge now is um, in a market where there's no homes, everybody gets to see it. Mm -hmm. And then everybody gets to bid on it. In the market where there's 30, 40, 50 ho comparable homes, yeah. Uh, the 
you mo- it may only get through five people, mm-hmm. and then maybe you get an offer, but you didn't get in front of everybody because you can only see um, how many homes would you show in a day? Oh wow. For me, my rule is about five. I mean, I've shown seven because it was out of town and we were already there. But I think you can't bombard them with too many because by the time we get to the fifth, sixth, you forget what the first one looks like, right? right? Okay. Um, And I mean, we always take pictures and always take notes because I tell them you will forget. Yes. Um, But yeah, you can only see so many in a day. And then the excitement is gone too, right? Because now you're sort of forgetting what it is that you're looking for. You know, what's important to me? Everything's mismatched. Um, yeah. I well, think. it's funny because even the the house of the f- seven you saw, even the one that you loved, yeah, you'll by the, you'll forget things. <laughs> you'll about forget it. what you liked about get, it. Was, oh no, that wasn't the one with the pool. It was the other other one had the pool. Was that yeah. one had the finished basement. Everyone get you know. Yeah. So I agree. So the answer is somewhere in that five to seven range, comfortably. Yeah. Um, I've shown more, but it was, you know, because we had to. Yeah. Out of town, whatever, busy schedules, yeah. lots of reasons. Um, but let's say there's 30 on the houses, uh, houses on the market, which is easy. Oh, for sure. Probably low. Yeah. And, uh, you get this week, the only day you have to go out is Wednesday. Yeah. You're going to see five houses. There's 25 houses you haven't seen yet. Yeah. So the question is when your realtor is booking your appointments, which houses do they choose? Yeah, you're going to choose the ones that look the best. Yeah, you're going to pick the ones that you get most excited about. You're not going to pick the one that's empty, vacant, and doesn't look very nice. You're going to pick the one that's staged really well that gets you excited. That's right. And on that first day, you see five houses. You may fall in love and buy one. And there are 25 houses that went unseen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I don't know why I was sad. The first thing that came to mind there was... <laughs> Such a weird <laughs> thing to think of. I was thinking of uh, like at a uh, um, adopting pets, <laughs> and it's like you've got thirty <laughs> cute little puppies, but you only got to see five, and you had to you picked one. All these other ones didn't get get left in. behind. Poor puppies. Yeah. So, yeah. but that's the reality of it, right? There yeah. may have been a dozen other homes that were really good options. Yeah. But you didn't even see them. Yeah. And that's you know. You're happy because mm-hmm. you found a house and you bought it, and it's a house that you love. Yeah. But the homeowner that didn't take the extra time to make theirs shine, yeah, lost out. Yeah. So, um, I think presentation is always important. For sure, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Can you think of anything, any other outside of real estate, mm-hmm. any products that you appreciate the packaging and presentation of that? Maybe there's something that that's the only reason you buy it is because of the experience the, of opening it oh up. Gosh, you're talking to somebody that hates shopping and I'm not a girly girl. So, <laughs> but I'm sure, I'm sure. Like, I mean, even like um, things like perfumes and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, my, when I'm buying perfume, I'm always attracted to the bottle first. I don't know what it's going to smell like, but right. I'm attracted to the bottle, yeah. right? So I'm going to smell the ones that look pretty first. Yeah. Because um, you assume it smells pretty. That's right. 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 Well, same like shoes. You're buying shoes. You don't know if they're going to be comfortable. You don't right. know if your toes are going to be crammed. You don't, but they look pretty, so you're going to yeah. try them on. Yeah. Um, Actually, that's a really good one because um, you may see a house online that looks amazing yeah. and gets you excited. You see that it's smaller than what you want, but you still yeah. try it on. You yeah. still go see it. Yeah. And yeah. maybe it does work for you. Yeah. Um, I've had people that... But you wouldn't notice that house if it didn't present itself nicely online. No, you w- right? you'd, you'd see just an it. ugly just house that's too small. Yeah. 
Yeah. And especially because I find like the first picture is usually of the exterior, right? Yes. Especially now, we're in, we're in spring, summer's coming. Spend that extra money, even if it's a, one, a hundred or two hundred bucks. Get that landscaping done. Get yourself some nice planters because that is the first picture you're going to see, yeah. right? If your garage needs a little paint job, paint your garage because the paint's peeling because yeah. you're facing the sun. They're minimal things, but that's the that's the first impression that people have of your home, right? Yeah. If they see an ugly exterior, you can only imagine what the interior is going to look like. Yeah. Well, yeah. for me, um, I enjoy wine. Yes, I'm not I a connoisseur by any any means. Yes, we had this discussion before. Yeah. Yes. Like I, you know, I couldn't tell you a whole lot about what I'm drinking. Yeah. Other than I thoroughly enjoy it. Yes. And why I enjoy it or why I don't. You know, I don't know where it's from. I can't taste. You know, the vintage and <laughs> no. all that craziness. But, um, you know, from a packaging perspective and labels, I'll, th- well, the other day I bought a, a, a Malbec. And yes. I never, I'm not a fan of Malbec yeah. generally. And I didn't really enjoy the bottle, to be frank. But I saw it and I hadn't had one for a while. And I the just simply loved the label. So I bought it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, in everything we do. It's super important. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. No, presentation is definitely important. Yeah. Well, that's all I had to talk about. No, that was great. Yeah. Yeah. How's your day going? So far, so good. Good. You got a busy weekend lined up. I do have a busy weekend lined up. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. Hockey season. Both my boys are hockey. Well, one has decided to, now that he's in high school, he's decided to quit hockey. So now it's all about football. Um, but the younger one, football season's done. Tryouts. Hockey season's done. Tryouts are done. So now it's all about football. Yeah. And I have two boys playing rep football for the Oakville Titans. Yeah, so. that's crazy. My kids yeah. are too young to be. Well, I guess I could get them involved in more. I've got swimming lessons. Yeah. And that's it. You wait. You have girls. Girls yeah. like doing the dance and gymnastics. Well, that's I want to get them into karate or something self-defense-wise. Yes. Yeah. I think that would be good for them. Yeah, yeah, but that would be good. I did Taekwondo growing up. Did you? I did. My wife did... I think she did Taekwondo also. Yeah. She was competitive. Oh. Yeah, oh. she was really good. She can kick you. She butt. threatens me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When I'm out of line, she threatens me. When we first met, she would do certain things like to my wrist and stuff. And I'd just be like, <laughs> stop it. Like, yeah. that shit hurts. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. anyways, yeah, I think those are all great skills for kids. Yeah, definitely. So, good. For well, sure. You have a fun, busy weekend. Hopefully you have nice weather for it. I think so. I think we're supposed to have, I think Sunday's supposed to be nice. Yeah. Yeah. You have plans? Um, yeah, my brother's coming down. Nice. He lives in Huntsville. Yeah. So you went to see him last weekend? Uh, I went to see my dad. Oh, okay. So he was yes, there. Yes. Okay. He lives in Tiny. My brother's in Huntsville. I have two brothers in Huntsville. Uh, so Dan, my younger brother, he's coming with his daughter and son, so my niece and nephew, and they're coming um, tonight. Oh, good. Yeah. And uh, the reason is it was my niece's birthday a week ago so my wife alicia she's gonna take our daughter and our niece for pedicures tomorrow morning oh nice yeah very nice dan and i are gonna hang out and drink good yeah good and and catch up you're gonna play some guitar i have a guitar neighbors up no that one time i remember we did yeah you did well the guy that played the guitar uh, got (laughs) deported So okay. that's a conversation for another <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I don't have any guitar players in the house anymore. Okay, but I do have a guitar, <laughs> and uh, so maybe I'll you don't maybe play I'll the keep guitar tonight. No. Why do you have a guitar if you don't play the guitar? Uh, you just want to look no, cool. You want to look like a musician. She wanted to learn the guitar one year. Okay. So I bought it for her for Christmas, 
but I didn't get her lessons. Ah, uh, so it's yeah. been a running joke that I don't. I'm not good at buying gifts. Yeah. So we've got yeah. the guitar sitting down there collecting. I got dust. a ukulele when COVID really? first started. Yeah. Because I'm like, we're gonna learn how to play the ukulele. No, I I couldn't get my fingers like. The ukulele. What is that's a little. That's, that's a, a little. Li- oh, yeah. the little guitar. Little Did you guitar. You hold it up here like this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the my fingers just didn't twist properly. I don't know. I couldn't. Couldn't. Yeah. That's my hard. <laughs> the hard part is. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. the whole, whole thing is It was too difficult. much focus on the fingers. I, yeah. yeah, too much focus on this hand and not enough in this hand. Yeah, I hear you. Well, there's a goal yeah. for the summer. We both learn a string. You learn the guitar, yeah. All I right, know. we'll have a concert. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's it. Well, thank you for joining. Well, thank you for having me. And have a good weekend. Yes, you too. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening or watching uh, episode 186 of KT Confidential. If you enjoyed the podcast today, make sure you subscribe and leave a comment because that's how we... Uh, understand how the message is received. If you're enjoying what we're talking about, maybe you have a topic you'd like us to discuss. And thank you for watching. Make sure you subscribe. New episodes every Monday at 6. Or was it 6.30? Ian? 6.30. 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. Every Monday.